Welcome to That Weekend Feeling with Darren Mann. It is That Weekend Feeling with Darren Mann. Welcome to it. Now, if the city can't go to the game reserve, then the game reserve will go to the city. A very interesting and exciting initiative recently announced by pioneer of the wildlife tourism industry in the Eastern Cape, Adrian Gardner. Good to have him with us. Adrian, good morning. How are you? Well? I'm very well and so great to hear from you. Darren, and all the good work that you've done over many, many years for conservation and the support you've given us and the support you give everybody that's involved in conservation. It's your voice and your uh, whoever you talk to makes a huge difference. And oh. I've followed your trip to Ukraine. I've tw- you remember we, you went to London and looked at something for me there. So you've been an, an amazing ambassador for us. Thank you. Yeah, I'm just following in footsteps. You've set a good example, Adrian. Thank you, Darren. But, uh, you know, we've only just started. So um, the uh, hell of a lot of work's got to be done. And as you know, the world is getting itself into a hell of a mess. Now, you're involved in making things a little better. You've recently announced the Nyosi Wildlife Reserve, just about half an hour away from the city centre in Kobecha. What's it all about and how long did it take to put together? Well, it's in the process of being put together. I would say that we probably uh, maybe 60% of the way there because I'll tell you what we've still got to do and what we've done so far. So first of all, I need to acknowledge that the land has been owned in the Israel family who are all overseas now and have been for some time uh, since the early 1940s. So, um, and it was a hell of a mess. So the father bought it and then they've uh, been determined to try and keep it. And obviously we've been involved in the last 10 or so years to just try and see how we could make it work. And we've tried various things. And then in the end, um, you know, when we brainstormed this, we came up with the idea that you know, I, I always look at uh, cities, you know, and I've been to New York and, you know, it's famous for Central Park. You go to London and, you know, everybody talks about the parks there and all the rest of it. So I said to myself, well, you know, if we can make a game park and not just a, a park uh, between two cities, it would be the first in the world. And the game park we want to make, uh, we wanted to have the big five on it. So we set up uh, about this project about 18 months ago, and we said, right, now how do we do this, and do we get the, the permits? And But most importantly, what we wanted to uh, establish here is because the the game reserve itself borders on the Kwanabushli community. And, you know, through my great friend and mentor, Ian Player, he always said to me, Adrian, conservation will never work and in the long term unless you get the communities involved. So we're very involved with the Kwanabushli community to make sure that what we're doing there is endorsed by them. They look after it, we create employment, and we show them that by having this land and what we're doing with it is as much their asset as our city's assets. And I'll give you an example of that. You know, when I put Shemwari together, uh, 16 farms, there were about 16 employees. Prior to COVID, the Shemari, uh, all those lodges and everything, were employing 450 people. And that's without the multiplier effect of car hire, air, air tickets to get there, food, beverages, and everything else that went with it. So it just shows you what a game reserve can do in terms of creating employment, changing people's lives and making a difference. So this one, we've got incredible endorsements about and from. You know, John Varty, for one, has seen it. I've had um, 
you know, you went to Chester Zoo, uh, they, and they, I know there's talks about zoos, but Chester Zoo, as you know, is the most visited attraction outside London, two million people a year. And the research that they do at that zoo, and they have had four visits to what we're doing at Noisy before they decided to that they would endorse it. And also Tusk Trust have endorsed what we're doing. So it's not a case of us just doing something without uh, getting the support and the endorsements we need. Shamari would never have worked if I hadn't got Dr. Ian Player there and all the endorsements that he got to tell people that what we were doing was not a pipe dream, that it could work. You're bordering Quebecer and Kericha, as you know, was formerly known, Adrian. How large is the wildlife reserve at the moment? It's uh, 3,250 hectares, which, as you know, and the rewilding that we're going to do there, this is an important part of uh, what you're asking me, is that, you know, I'll give you an example. The cheetahs that we brought, brought in there, they were already established there, is that they lost their, their mother when they were very young. So we, they've been rewilded. So we brought them in. They've already learned to hunt. So they're ready to go to a, a bigger game reserve. And we've already found a new home for them there. And we got another cheetah coming in. You know, we brought elephants in. And um, those came from Shamwari. And that's uh, part of the conservation efforts. Because elephants tend to also eat all the plants that shouldn't be in the area. So that was a, a big way of us clearing out the exotics there. So the elephants are in. The buffalo are already in. So now we're just uh, almost ready to bring in the rhino. But this is a very difficult one, and we're mm. making sure that our security is 100%, and we've come up with a plan of that. And then we're busy with two lions that have come out of England, out of a zoo, that are in South Africa, that we want to rewild. So we're going to have a 650-hectare enclosure with antelope in it, and see if we can rewild these lines and put them back onto a bigger reserve. So the the big five will be on the basis of most of it being rewilded to bigger reserves. Now, the reserve itself is on the former Hopewell Conservation Estate. You've called it Nyosi. The significance yeah. of that name, Adrian? Uh, it means a bee or place of honey. And, you know, there were two hopefuls in this uh, one, the one out on the way to Port Alfred and then our one there. So there was confusion. And we thought, let's rather get a uh, an indigenous name to the property. So that's why we went with the change of name. And because we were changing everything that we we're going to do there, we just thought that let's create a new brand. It's open to the public as we speak or not yet? Yes, it has opened. We opened on, I think, the 15th of December. We've had an incredible opening. But what the, what the other part of the development, which we haven't done yet, is limited overnight accommodation there because there are only two properties built on the estate. But we're planning and we've got already, we've got all the permissions, we've got the water, we've got the electricity in uh, if, if it's uh, turned on. And um, we're going to uh, build up a proper camp there, probably a minimum of 15 rooms, 30-odd beds, so you can overnight there. So at the moment, we're just offering day trips, lunches. You don't even have to go on a, on, a, on a game drive. You can come out and have lunch and have a look at it and see what it is and be explained. You can do wine tasting there because we have a small vineyard there. So there's a lot of different aspects to it of what we're doing there. So um, it's, I think, an experience will certainly, the feedback that we've had, from the people that have been there has been most encouraging. Now, you mentioned water. You've preempted my next question. We're in the middle of a 
drought cycle in the Eastern Cape. How are you managing that particular problem? Fortunately, we've got boreholes, which we uh, are still quite strong, and um, uh, and we've got dams on the property. So at this stage, um, thankfully, uh, Darren, we're okay. Well, electricity we're managing as best we can, like everybody else. You know, obviously we're having the outages. We've got the generator there, but we've got a plan for when we do uh, build a the camp, you know, with inverters and that sort of thing, because we, we realize that this is just not a short-term thing. So we want to go off the grid as much as we can and uh, be independent. So again, that's one of the, the items which we propose to develop when we're doing the overall master planning. Now, you mentioned uh, Chester Zoo in the UK and a few other partners. I heard whispers that even SeaWorld in the USA was involved with supporting you. Correct. So it's SeaWorld and Bush Gardens, who we've, you know, I've had a personal relationship with them for many, many years. And then they obviously support the Wilderness Foundation on an ongoing basis. And they've already donated to us a significant sum of money for the translocation of the rhinos and the security program for the rhinos. So they would have that example that uh, they're going to be involved with there. Um, Tusk has still got to come out, but um, obviously uh, an endorsement like that with Prince William being their patron uh, is is massive. And then as I said, Chester Zoo, you know, we were involved with Chester Zoo in uh, finding a six black rhino at various zoos around the world, which we uh, rewilded at Akagera in Rwanda which became a great success. So not only will they help us with possibly some rewilding there, because they know that that's what we want to do, but, you know, um, Darren, is that we're going to have a research centre there, and I must tell you about the student programme as well. The research centre is not only going to do wildlife, it's going to do sea, it's going to do oceans, it's going to do uh, plants, it's going to do insects, and it's all related to the Stenden uh, campus, you know, Stenden University, university that me and a friend started some 20 years ago, the only university in the world where you can do a semester of your degree in wildlife conservation. And we currently uh, rent a reserve and we will be moving that uh, campus to uh, Noisy and those students will be very involved with what we're doing in the research centre. So, um, that, and I've got uh, the, the big people of... Uh, of um, Stenden coming out at the end of the month, and I'm hoping that they will also contribute to the uh, research centre. So at the moment, the big uh, um, partner we're looking for is who we're going to get to come in on the research centre, because that to me is going to be um, a must for any visitor that comes to Noisy. They can see the work that we're doing, the research that we're doing. They can listen to lectures. And I think it's going to be something quite unique, uh, certainly in South Africa. Well, it certainly sounds like it. It's a magnificent initiative. Well done to you and your team, Adrian. Thank you very much for joining us on that weekend feeling today. We'll catch up soon. Thank you very much. That was That Weekend Feeling with Darren Mann.